James again, 5.12. Well, we're just going for context. Again, just going to read through a little bit from 12 and probably pause again at 18 to do a quick recap um, before we move forward with this in the last chapter of James. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath. But let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under judgment. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the and the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Elijah was a man with nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the sky poured rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Let's pause here before we get into the last, but well, I may as well go to the last two. Let's see what happened. 1920. My brethren, if any among you strays from the truth and one turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. End of that chapter. Let's go back for some recap. In from verse 12, for just the one verse 12 and moving forward, Above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or any other oath. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under judgment. Um, we talked about this in the past. Um, what is swearing? Um, what would prompt someone to swear? Why would people even swear? By the way, just for definition again, recap. When it says swear here, what do you think it's in mind? What do you mean by swear? Because that could I think of at least two forms of swearing. Um, which one do you think is meant in this context? It's not a curse word. It's, it's not a curse word. It's uh, it's to an oath. You're appealing to a higher. Okay. Calling in another witness. No, that's one. Would say the I'm chief magistrate. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> no comment. Obscene. <laughs> um, the what? Why? Why do men listen to the wider question? Why would someone want to swear? What would prompt someone if using that context, like I need to call in somebody else, not necessarily using profanity or so in that way, but why would people naturally swear? Because I'm trying to understand why would James say to these people, 
above all my brethren, do not swear, because that's got to connect to verse um, 11, which says, Behold, we counted those blessed who endured. You have heard of the endurance of Job and have seen the outcome of the Lord's dealing, that the Lord is full of compassion and is merciful. And then he says, now, above all, but brother, don't swear. The connection, or he just switching like he's off on some schizophrenic, uh, random tunnel. But why did he then just say, but, but above all of that, don't swear. What prompts people or persons? What might prompt a person then? And then we'll see if that has any relationship to today. For someone wanting to unnaturally swear. Alright, what's what was going on here? Or was that a possible indication of swear? Don't do it. Don't swear by Why swear at all? What triggers that? So if they, because of what they've just said, and they call or, or attach this swear at the end, or even sometimes, depending on how it is said, they might even put it at the beginning. They'll say, I swear to God, and then make a statement. Or they'll say a statement, and I swear to God. That's the truth. Um, that's, a, that's the truth. So it's a form of saying, um, this is to validate that, you know, I'm calling on this person. And everybody knows if this person comes to you on my side, then that hey, you must be yeah, that you must be right because you wouldn't dare call that person because that person is objective and always tells the truth. Um, okay. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it goes also the other way as well. The person who you use must also have credibility with the person who you're trying to convince. Because if you're saying you bring in somebody who that person has no value in, you know, I swear on the devil's way, he's my my witness. They probably laugh at it. This discussion is over. Because his reputation to his most is generally not considered to be credible. And assume that hey, this person normally is who we call and is supposed to be at least perceived to be of more reputable character than I am. So if you think you know, uh, um, so if you don't believe me, then ask somebody who say you don't believe me, call this one or ask this one. So instead, of, I'm going to call him and tell him, tell him what I just said. Yeah, he, he's, he's saying the truth. She's saying the truth. I swear. Do you think anything to do with um? Uh, God please. God, please. <laughs> oh, that, that, it's almost one of I almost didn't remember that. But, that, but it was in vogue at some point. You know, God, please. So, you know, God is pleased. Yeah. It's amazing how we, based from time to time, these um, little catchy phrases are, 
hooked onto the end of our turn into our language and becomes a part. When you say it to some people, they say, well, well that's so foreign. How quickly it's almost like a fad. It comes in and it fades right out. You know? When did they stop using it? I don't remember the exact month or the, or the date. It just, just nobody talks like that no more. They, they almost you become archaic and ancient and antique but to use those kinds of, of phrases nowadays. All right, swearing here, um, again, from reconnecting this to the whole, the exhortation that James is giving here, and then he says, above all my brethren, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth. Simply let your yes be yes, and your nay or your no be no. Um, otherwise, you may fall under further judgment. And so to avoid that, just say yes, which suggests that, hey, let's be honest, you know, and um, say no. And when you haven't made your mind up on either way, whether it's yes or no, it's either I haven't decided or I have no comments, <laughs> you know, other than that. But things like this sense of being impatient, I, I need to say something, so I, will, I need to say it now and I need, I need backup to support that. And so they go into this state uh, of making these statements or, or swearing. And then verse 13, is anyone among you suffering? And we've mentioned this last week, I think. If you're suffering, there should be this response. Pray. I wonder what would be the content of your prayer for people who are suffering. Last time we tried to define samples of what it is, um, what is suffering. Because the next verse says, is anyone among you cheerful? Well, we can guess what that is. Anybody who folds up a chair is cheerful, right? Full chair, cheerful, careful, full of care. Um, no, take full care, cheerful, full of chair. Um, if you're cheerful, they say same. And some people say, I can't sing. Uh, so they're never going to demonstrate or display cheerfulness. Because they sing praises if you're cheerful. The sense is, if you're suffering, pray. Now we talked about suffering with the view that suffering is not necessarily a sickness because of what's the following comments made um, in verse 14 and following. Um, so suffering has something to do with it. It was suggested last time persecution could be a form of suffering. You know, some people are going to be persecuted, whether that's group personal um, suffering. We, we also suggested another category of suffering. Um, does anybody remember what that is? Or you don't have to, but any other forms of suffering that may not necessarily be related to sickness as a health issue. I even though somebody uh, punch you, that becomes a health issue. <laughs> uh, suffering, so that he says, let him pray. Because he's now telling you, you have to pray. Good morning. Um, I, I have, I'm selling a book. Uh, um, if anyone among you suffer, pray. If you're cheerful, don't pray. Sing. Isn't isn't singing a form of prayer? Could you could you could your prayer be song? Be put to song. Yeah. Or would that be that's out of place? Um, can you reverse it? Could your song be a prayer? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's just basically I'm talking about the contents then. So if you say when you are suffering, you should pray, as opposed to when you're cheerful, sing praises. What is a praise? Give me an example of a praise, other than how to spell it. 
Hallelujah. Let's be good. I can't. I know what that means. Hello, hello, hello. What? Hello, hello, hello. What is praise? Have you ever given it? <clears throat> Have you ever received it? <laughs> what is praise? This is same praise. I guess you can talk it. You can sing it. But what is it? So I know when I come out here, if I see it again, I say, that's a praise. I saw it, or I heard it. I felt it. I touched it. I tasted it. Praise. Watch it now. <laughs> but what is praise? You, you, an arm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought you started by saying it's an arm. Go ahead. Um, see? <laughs> Can you see? Go for it. Okay, keep getting it. My phone cannot get it. Okay. A spontaneous burst of happiness towards Jesus. Oh, anyone? Okay. <laughs> a spontaneous burst of happiness towards. For happiness for or affection for someone. But would that person know? Could you could you pray someone in their absence? Uh, in another sense, you can big up somebody else and they have somebody might have to come back and tell them, did you know what she said about you? Over there? No, what she could she talked about me now. She didn't say nothing bad, relax, breathe. And, uh, and then you tell them what it is. So at least they had some pleasant comments to say about you. Hmm. Surprise. Thank you. Now the whole mood changes. Uh, praise any other comments about what this praise is? Out of the disruption of happiness. Yeah. They just pop like a, I guess, a volcano. It was inside. What does it look like on the other side? You giving it. What about the recipient? Would that, would that, does, does that have a feeling and emotion to it? Cheerful. Because it says when, if anyone is cheerful, full of the chair. If you're full of chair, then sing. Praises. But what is cheerful? How do you, do you, have you ever been cheerful? Can't remember her long time. Extremely, extremely happy, not just happy. Extreme, <laughs> you know, extreme. I think it would be extreme. Um, extremely happy. And when you do that, you say, sing. You ever bust out in a song? <laughs> you know, and I say, yes, sing. Say, what's wrong with you? Generally speaking, the assumption here is this. If you're not cheerful, it's difficult to sing when you're not cheerful. Is that true? Yes. Mm -hmm. I can sell that on eBay. You know, those who don't sing, probably, and not inclined to, probably not cheerful. Or, say it another way, it is difficult for someone to spontaneously burst out, bust out into a song if they are not cheerful. They bust out something else. But it won't be a song. <laughs> All right? <laughs> if they are not chef, could I derive or elicit from that one phrase? Because you think I can sell that, people would believe me that I said it's difficult. That's our general principle. 
is difficult or not easy for a person to sing if they're not cheerful. It is more easy or easier for a cheerful person to sing. You ever watch people in Calvary Bible's choir when they sing? You ever look at the faces when they sing? And if you couldn't hear the words, but just watch their expression. Do you ever felt when they're singing Joy to the World, or Smile a While, and give your face a rest and look at their face? It is deceptive. It is uh, being nice with deceptive. Uh, they are best for doing that on a radio, you know, where I can't see them. And they could assume that they are smiling. But if you look at the facial expression when they're singing, no, they don't really believe that. They've learned the words and the tune, and they're just doing it. But there's no conviction. At least their face don't know how convicted they are, you know, because the face is divorced from what they might feel in their heart. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's amazing. So sometimes it's for me not to focus too much on that. It'll become a distraction for me, so I won't look at them no more. Or look at some people. And yet there are those who in the choir sometimes, there are those persons who are predominantly always have this pleasant face when they sing. It's so nice. They, you can get a look at this person or these persons more, if I want to say, they're believable. The other person, because uh, I'm thinking, that's not what I hear the words. But their face is there in another place. They are not, you know. They, the, 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 the words they're singing is inconsistent with their facial expression. And so rather than me start, my mind start picking that up and going to process that, I look away. Look away, look away, look far away to Jesus, you know. Do you agree? We can move on with cheerfulness. Cheerfulness should erupt in song, or at least. And it's a song, it doesn't talk about how well it is sung. Just sing Whereas those who are not cheerful, and I guess that person who's suffering, they broke into verbal prayer. God, I'm hurting here. This is bad. Uh, That's the natural flow. So James is saying, pray boy, pray God. Here's something else he says. This person, if you're cheerful, pray. Maybe not. Well, let's go back. If you're suffering, pray. If you're cheerful, sing. If anyone is sick, guess what you're supposed to do? Call 919. You see it? <laughs> call what? That's to call the elders. Let him call the elders. That doesn't make sense. Of the church. Why? They're not medical practitioners. What do you call them for? Besides, you call some of them, some of them are saying the doctor. They ain't feeling good because they can't come. They ain't feeling good today. So, what do you think is meant by that? Call the elders of the church and let them pray. He comes in back with that funny one syllable word. Pray. Here's a word. Penultimate. 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 I like the sound. And it sounds good. Mm -hmm. And you hmm? Ultimate. Your ultimate. Penultimate. Let us pray. <laughs> and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. That's what the book says, right? You said the Bible says. When, if anyone is sick, let them call for the elders and let them pray. And let and, and let them pray. Let them pray 
I don't know, like a sea person who is sick and in the name, anointing of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. That's what the Bible says. What does that mean? And if not only what does it mean, what do you think it means? Why do you think James is saying, what's the purpose? I like to ask why. You know, sometimes little kids like to ask why. And then you say, just because I say so. You know, and sometimes some people say that to parents, or parents say to kids like that, why? Every time you give them an answer, they say, why? They start dreaming, you start sucking the energy out of your Every time they say, why? Because look, I just say it. It's, it's just so. It's a, the sun is hard. Why? It's hard. Why? <laughs> it has big fire on it. Why? <laughs> That's the way God made it. Why? God thought it was good. Why? God cares for you. Why? <laughs> Why is a good question, Dad. But if you're not ready for it, you know, it, it can drain you. It can cause people to go to jail. <laughs> Why? Okay. So, here, what do you think is meant by call for the elders if you're sick? Not if you're suffering. Don't call them. Not if you're cheerful. Don't call them. But if you're sick, call for the elders. Uh -huh. and uh, let them pray for you and anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. That's what it says. We can say that to somebody we meet, a total stranger. And then they ask, so what, is that? What, what, what is that? That's so unusual today. Because if somebody is sick, they say call the hospital. Anybody know what the hospital number is from memory? I don't have to fail to three or two. That's what they're missing. It's the hospital. 302 4652. 302 4652. I'm terrible with numbers unless you put them, you call one single number. I don't find them and I put them on my shelf, my memory. I forget them in groups. So 302, and then there's a 46, and then there's a 52. Yeah, I remember it easier that way. No, right? I like that Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, but they said if you're sick here, call the elders of the church. What? Why? What do you think that. What's for? They may be busy. And all that time I suffer, I call in the ambulance. Because <laughs> um, nobody home. Why do you think that verse 14 is there? If anyone. That's a waste of time. But they come and talk. I could pray for myself. Anoint, vegetable oil, kerosene oil, motor oil, oil. Huh? Come to any meal. What do you think that means? And then, since it has no Bible, tear out of your Bible. Doesn't make sense. Sense to you, you think so? Somebody might ask you because you say you are Christian. So, where are you Christian? I, 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 somebody said this last weekend. I, I thought I'd ask you. And you say, bring it on. And he says, if somebody is sick, 
It says that in Jesus. Call for, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray for him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Amen. I think they are yet more to say, but they want to get this piece clarified in their head. Why? What, uh, what does it mean, you think? And then, what's the significance of that in the context? I see. And then you have to define sick and children. Why? <laughs> Look, I feel why? If I knew I won't, I would fix it. I know the doctor. That's why I sent for the doctor. What's it mean? Why? 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 What does that mean? How do we? Should we do this today? And yes. So yes. Is that a yes? That was a so yes. All right. Be sick call for the elders. And they come in. They will pray. And then you say, What do you call? He said, Look, I want to invoke James chapter 5, verse 14. I want to be obedient to what it says. I don't, I'm not feeling well today. I haven't been for the past few days. Bless his holy name. But come, pray for me. What? And so they come. And they bring their little bottle of castor oil. Castor. And if you run short, somebody said, Did you bring that? Or you bring in some? You bring? No? Well, I have a little bit of water oil in the back of my car. I said, Yes. Well, that work. <laughs> you know, transmission oil. They call it fluid. That works. No, that's so unusual. Unholy. Ah. Oil. Why? What, what's the significance of this? And this patient is dying. <laughs> we should still do it today, Nico says. It should still be practiced. But you have no reason why. You just accept it holds in. So you just go to the doctor. He says, Hi, today, how are you doing? You say, Fine. And he says, Good. The doctor says, Look, I'm going to write a, pres- a prescription for you, okay? And take it to this particular pharmacy and fill it for you. He said, But I didn't tell him that was wrong. Look, I'm the doctor here. And I know you. I can see by your looks, you need this prescription. You know, that's it. And he says, Now take this three times a day. What is this? Don't worry about it. You've never heard it before. It's called penultimate. No caps. <laughs> you say, What? Just take it. All right? It'll do you good. Okay. Most of you will take it, wouldn't you? And you didn't know the doctor. And you didn't go to the doctor for no... You just, you just see. You say, what's your name? You say, John Doe. And John's son. And he says, write this up. Take this in. Get it. Take it. And somebody asks, what's that for taking? And penultimate capsule. What's it for? I don't know. Who gave it to you? doctor. Which doctor? I don't know. Why did he give it to you? He didn't tell me. Did you ask? No. But he's a doctor. And I instinctively, intuitively trust doctors. So he said, take it three times a day. And then he says, come see him in two weeks after, because he gives you a 14 day supply. Three times a day. And somebody look at you with their eyebrows rushing into the center of their head saying, what? You and you're taking it, and you don't know what for. Yeah, don't trust. 
Yeah. You said cheerful, so you sing the song. Yeah. Why pray? Why call for these people? Because it's so irrelevant. Well, is it? And Janika is saying it is very relevant. Please continue to do it. It's still current, practical, scriptural, biblical. Something that we should keep. Why? Why? What's the significance in the context? Think about the people who are hearing this for the first time, just being read to the church, in the house church or wherever they met, and they heard this. James is saying, that anyone among you, and suppose the person is reading this pause, is anyone among you suffering? Pray. Let's pray now. Yeah, I'll pray with you. The person will say, yeah, I'm suffering this week. I mean, persecuted. My neighbor keeps showing uh, um, uh, whatever she had. They used because they didn't have no indoor toilet. Whatever left last night, they threw it in my yard in the morning. And I'm just like, you know. So they may thrust it out into a prayer. Then the other person said, But is anyone of you cheerful? And the person said, Yeah, I'm cheerful. I, let's could you, could you turn the hymn number so to let's sing. And they bust out in the song. And then the other person he says, Anyone of you say, Could you call for the elders of the church? Okay. Okay. What's the next prayer? It's not busy. I see that finger. Yes. I'm not feeling well. My, my, my arthritis caused my blood pressure to go up on my left kidney. Yes. I see. <laughs> That's all he said. And so we, well, the others will come and say, they come in. Put in words now. Formulate your response to this why child question. <laughs> why? Sounds simple. That's the second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Chapter one, sorry. Thank you. Uh, and you will yet deliver us. You will also joining us and helping us in prayers, so that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the favor bestowed to us that the prayers of So it seems like Paul is telling the 
reason why it's good for many people to pray. So that God gives many things. God, God is uh, still glorified. One person gives him thanks, but God gives more glory than many people do. And so, you know, this thing here, James, when it says, call the elders to pray. The elders are all praying together on behalf of the person who is sick. So God gives glory from the many people that pray to him. Sing praises to God, God gets glory in the person who's suffering. Pray to God, God gets glory. So it ultimately has to do with this glory, but God gets glory in this way. It's an act in different ways in these different situations. The reason is God's glory, that's why. So the common denominator in these cited examples here is God. The, the, God is the nucleus, the center point. The person who is suffering is asked, there's a mode for a prayer. Pray for who you're praying to? God. The person who is cheerful, sing praises. Sing praise to who? God. Come back to God. The person who is sick Call for some people to do two things. One, what is the, the two things they're supposed to do? Which is the first one? Pray over him. Secondly, anointing him with oil. Okay, in the name of the Lord. Come right back, Lord. Pray to who? Lord. Anointing him with oil. In the name. Come back to Lord. So God is pivotal. So that even though you have different people and maybe ex having different experiences from suffering, cheerfulness, sickness, there's one constant that does not change God in the mix of it. So if somebody says, well, yeah, um, call for the others, what for? So God who is, God can know that God is all in all. God is uh, an all sufficient God. He, when you're happy, he gets the praise. When, and when the opposite of that is when you're sad, suffering, or whether you're in pain, you still go to him. He can deal with that too. So God don't necessarily get all beside himself because we praise him. God sits up and smiling. Just, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> you're saying too much. Oh, you're too kind. No. And in the meantime, if you're sick, God can still act. He is sufficient. He is able to heal. There's something else referenced um, about what he can do. Well, there's, in, in terms of the language use, um, that suggests something else about God or his nature. But um, do you agree with those sentiments they expressed so far? Calling um, at least three to person, anointing with oil. The whole emphasis again here is pray, pray, uh, and your different situations, pray, call for the others. But these elders, do you think this have anything to do with spiritual issues? I mean, let me just turn the page to make sure I'm reading. Anointing them, by the way, anointing with oil, let me ask it. Anointing with oil, how, do, how is that done? Where do you know how? Pour oil, where? I, I think they're pouring. You, you, you said he poured oil, yeah? <laughs> where, where, anointing with oil, where do you anoint? Why it? Do, do you, that, do you, do you, based on what? Anointing with oil. What do you, 
Now, by the way, I, I have does everybody in your versions have anointing with oil? Yeah. yeah. Anointing him with oil. Anointing him. What does anointing mean? There's there's two Greek words for anointing. But would you I'd want to see maybe your version because people have these versions and there's a third person who's not here and without calling name who has but she has an assistant, I understand. Who sometimes have this version. What do you say? Smear. Rub. That's the idea. Another word. But that doesn't sound too, too, too religious and spiritual. Just imagine this. You know, call for the elders, you know, um, and let them pray over you. And let them smear you with oil. And a guy, and a cool woman. Smear you. I like smear. I just have this. Uh, the connotation. And let them smear. Now, if they, if they were saying smear you with oil, would you call that still on your forehead? Smear doesn't seem to be located or, I guess, confined to your forehead. Let them smear you with oil. Yeah. <laughs> let them grease you up or let them shine you up. Let them smear, let them rub you with oil. What, does, what, what kind of connotation comes to mind that Adam rub you with oil? The whole body? It's just that usually when they're thinking about anointing, they start off with an Adam. Yeah. It's usually a nine. In other words, if you get your head straight, that's <laughs> <laughs> your head. <laughs> your head bad. <clears throat> okay. So you think, if I say sick, you think something wrong with my head. You know, my head is sick, man. My foot killing me. You know, or they, as they say, or they say, my, my arthritis kicking in, man. You know, my knee hurting me so bad. You know, or my back, and they come anointing my head. Man, look, it's over there. You know, it's, this is where the itch is. You know, and you come scratching my head. Man, my back, the center of my back, I can't reach it. Scratch, ah, that seems okay. Yeah. And even out my head, man, look, you're raising oil. And time, get it where it's supposed, where I need it. So it's amazing how anointing, and by the way, this anointing here, do you think this is a, a religious, anointing. no, let me put it this way. Is this a ceremonial, spiritual smearing, or is this a medicinal smearing of oil? What's the purpose of this oil? Anointing in the oil. They pray, they smear. <laughs> they pray, they anoint. They pray a rub, massage. What's the purpose? Is that ceremonial or is it medicinal? What do you think? Spiritual. Both. Oh, I like I like this. This is this is conflict. <laughs> right? This is going to cause conflict. Find again. Some sense is spiritual. What is so spiritual about smearing, rubbing, anointing? This context, um, both, just to be safe. This is straddling. <laughs> straddling. Too sharp, too sharp, too sharp. Too sharp, too sharp. Yeah. Okay, any other comments? Any, anybody else want to jump? Convict yourself? Dear you. Defend your position, dear.
purpose. I'll focus on the spiritual concern. Spiritual or ceremonial? Yeah. And maybe really some oil, like oil is So, so prayer precedes the anointing. Yeah. So the prayer is over. It's, so, so, you, so, so you have a. This is a prayer anointing. And so, what's in the middle? Another prayer, prayer So, so the anointing. So let me see if I got it right. Prayer, anoint, prayer. So this is a. Let me say it again. Prayer, anoint, prayer. In the middle is anoint. So this is anointing sandwich. No. Then prayer. That's I mean I'm just just one direction. Simultaneously, while I am praying, I am rubbing, I'm smearing, I am anointing. So the, this this combination, the, this concoction, the, this recipe. Is all intermingled together, happening at the same time, and so we are praying and we are rubbing. Yeah, yes, in the name of the Lord, and so that becomes ceremonial component. And meantime, the person is saying, "Ah, ouch, oh, ah." Put this back on here with this says. anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Anointing, rubbing, smearing. If you look at the word there, you will see that it has those two meanings. Um, spiritual, ceremonial. Spiritual, spiritual, both, and decision. Contemplate. Let's thoughts. Oh, one question. Uh, for medicinal purpose, what do you think would be the purpose of putting oil on somebody who's sick? Just, just oil. Put oil. Last time we talked about wine. Uh, put an alcohol on you. Burns. Ouch. Because of the acidic component, ouch. So if you saying ouch, maybe the little bacteria and they're saying ouch too. Uh-huh. It burns me. Stop it. So when you spray the room to kill the mosquito and you end up sneezing, maybe the mosquito is also sneezing. <laughs> Stop it. You're killing me. Oh, Ray just kills me. You know, and so leave the room. Let the kill, let us do his work and then participate. The human can tolerate it. You have to try spraying a, a lizard with um, all the time. Oh, it doesn't work? Shit, <laughs> well, let's spray your waist. You know, 
Let's just shake it up. This is such a disgusting thing. You know, I don't like this this kind of cologne. And you spray it on me, and they go up. But it still survives. Waste of time. Here, oil meaning what? What does it do for the poor, for the sick person? Medicine. What does oil do? Put some oil on. Well, when the child falls down and they say, um, let, 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 let mommy or let daddy kiss, kiss the spot, baby. You feel better now? Yeah. The <laughs> psychological. <laughs> what is oil? Do you think oil have any psychological effect? Put oil on it or put something else on it. Oil does what? Make it shine. <laughs> shine. Shine for Jesus. <laughs> Shine. Protect it. It has a, I guess, the velocity of it. Yeah. It stay in. It acts as a, as a shield. You know, um, soothing. Ah, so smooth. So that's why I do get it in lotion. So this makes you feel silky. You know, as opposed to something that's maybe water-based. You put it on, yeah, but then 10 minutes, your hands are quite as, as sour. Stay <laughs> there. So, you know, it's like that didn't work. And now, but you get this other, oh, you can see this is so deep, moisturizing, ah, so soft. You know, ooh, this is so nice. I like this. Even the price is high. This is oil. That's the first kind of lotion there. Yeah. Yeah. No comment, no conviction. You don't want to stand up and testify, you don't want to swear. <laughs> I know that you yes, yes, yeah, no, no. Um, anything with oil, anything with oil. I think it, uh, it, it, it is not necessary, but if the language of it suggests that it, the anointing is in the secondary position, the main emphasis is prayer. And the prayer is, as he was mentioned earlier, if it is God's will. Because there's a possibility, right? That it may not be His will. But you will know that before you go to pray. Or before you call for the elders. Do you remember Cousin... What? Yeah. That sometimes you may be sick and God may not want that sickness to go away right away. You know, and so you may call for the elders, you might pray, you might even go to the doctor. You might even pay the dog. Maybe pay the dog. You better pay the dog. You know, and still, the sickness is, I guess, sustained. In the meantime, people are praying. What scripture reference says? Keep praying, and God will get annoyed. Implies that God will get irritated and say, "Look, you annoyed me too much." Okay, look, all right, feel good. Okay, you here. Phew, look for the rest, you know. Nag, 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 nag. Now help me, help me, help me, help me. Is that scripture? That's not scripture. 